Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 5959 of My Mom Sandy. Where, excuse me? I was going to say 10 episodes from the episode 69. We're your hosts. I am Josh Fasson, and the woman next to me has a lot of COVID-19 vaccines at her house. If you want one, just go on by. She's doing them. This is My Mom Sandy. Yes, just make an appointment. You're going to have to create a file on the internet. and (laughs) I'll notify you when they've defrosted, and then I'll have you come over, and I will inject you. And you're just keeping them in the paramedics. You're just keeping them in the the freezer. freezer. Hmm. Yeah, just the regular old freeze. Perfect. What's the big deal? (laughs) Good. Does that work? Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, I I, I would be willing to give anybody a vaccine. Perfect. I'm not going to take one myself. Of course not. I'll give them out. So to be completely transparent, we're still not, you're not right next to me. You're at at your house. I'm at my house. You're at the original podcasting studio. Um, And I'm in my personal studio. Um, episode 59. So uh, I had two, so uh, two ideas for this episode and you can tell me which one you want to do and we can go from there. We can do a fun episode or we can go into a, we can talk about more of kind of the current events. Totally up to you. Your call. Um, up to Sandy. Well, I think, I think that, I think that, I think that there's some current events that we should discuss. Okay. Well, do you want to? Do you so, have stuff? I mean, I, I, I do have some fun stories. I have, you know, a couple stories about. Uh, matter of fact, I don't have my notes with me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You might have to. You might have to carry this broadcast for just a couple seconds while I go grab my notes. Good. Well, you would... I do have a couple good. I do have a couple good stories. So, All right. We'll grab your um, notes. So to be completely transparent, we didn't do an episode last week. We got. We had a phone call with each other to set up the episode, and then. We got into a fight about things that were happening kind of in like the political climate of the world. Um, And then we just didn't do a podcast because it's not fun to do a podcast with someone who you're fighting with. So, um, Wait, what did you just say? I didn't hear that. I was getting my notes. I guess you'll have to listen to the episode. So that brings us to episode 59. Uh, All right. So do you want to talk about something or do you want me to talk about something? Well, what what were you going to bring up? I'm, you know, I kind of wanted to talk about the the um issues going on with uh, uh with um the origin of the coronavirus but they china reported that they only had 87,000 cases in all of china and they've only had 4,634 deaths however they tested antibodies for the people who live in wuhan which is Probably a couple million people at least, and they found that they they found five hundred thousand of them had antibodies. So yeah, China. I you know. I mean, look. I don't think they were ever going to know the the. We've talked about this. I don't think they were ever going to know what happened, where this thing came from. Apparently, we apparently we have fifty people over in Wuhan now that are in isolation that just got there to do an investigation. I don't know if this is with the. CDC or with the WHO, I'm not sure, but apparently they're 14 days in quarantine and then they get to who knows what. <laughs> no, again, I <laughs> just you know, gives them gives them enough time to clean up the lab. You know, you know, I just don't, I don't think that this is going to be something that we're ever going to know. I just, I, I just, I, I, I have to think that <clears throat> if this was created in a lab, 
China is going to do everything they can if they haven't already done it to cover the fucking the footsteps and just make it so that this is, you know, it's just gone. It's disappeared. Right. And we can say, well, this this thing jumped from this thing and had sex with a man and that's how we got it. But, <clears throat> you know, they've it's, destroyed they destroyed the economy of the entire world. That's the problem. Yeah. They've destroyed I mean, the economy. I mean, they've they've killed, you know, which is perfect for them because, you know, they want to be the number one superpower. So for them, you know, for their economy to survive this. And again, we have no idea what's true and what's not true. You know, I, I saw New Year's Eve celebration pictures in Wuhan and, you know, people weren't in masks. People were partying. Some people had masks, but, you know, people were out on the streets like, you know, like Times Square in New York used to be on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, so, you know, again, I mean, look, it's yes, they've ruined the world's you think, economy. You think, they fo- you think they photoshopped that? Who knows? Uh, do they do that? They've ruined the economy. We have 400,000 deaths <clears throat> in the United States. Um, you know, 3 million cases in California alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's disgusting. And I mean, we've talked about it. It's This is not getting any better. Like, it's just continuing to get worse. I I, yeah, I don't think we have 3 million cases, to be honest with you. I really don't. I think that's, I think that that's, Highly inflated because of the test, because of the PCR test and the cycles that they do it at. I mean, people who are sick are sick. I mean, for sure they have it, you know, I would think. You th- Although, you're saying you know, that we don't, we have more or we have less cases? No, I think we have, I think we have less cases. See, I think, I think we've overreported cases. See, I think, I think that potentially we have more cases. I think that because there's people who are sick who aren't getting tested. Now look, in the beginning <clears throat> and and this well, is Well, that's like you. That's what I'm saying. I think that there's probably yeah. more people like me. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I had a friend of mine her and her boyfriend got it. Her boyfriend got tested, he tested positive. She never tested. She knew she had it, you know? Um, yeah, well, I mean, I that's you know, the last thing I'd want to do if I was really sick would be to go have somebody stick a big Q-tip up my nose. Oh, that sounds fun. But Let's I, go but do I, that. Who's going to drive me? I got to drive myself. But I, I think got 103 that, temperature. Exactly. But I think that, and in the beginning, you know, we talked about many times that, you know, I, I there's probably all sorts of uh, errors in the reporting of numbers, right? Um, and, the, and the number of deaths. And I the number of deaths, completely. Well. So, you know, maybe, you know, there's, you know, maybe, maybe numbers are skewed one way or the other. Fine. But, you know, uh, I don't think that there's any denying that. I mean, we're we are we're losing. What are they saying? There's like one one Americans dying every six minutes from fucking COVID. I mean, and it just get it's getting worse. It's just getting fucking worse. You know. I know, but I know, but what? But what's going on? I mean, why is it getting worse? What's up with that? I mean, I think that know, because I think that of course we're not we're not really on lockdown here, so don't let the news media fool you. Well, I mean, I think that I you know, I went to my friend's house yesterday who lives over by Malaga Cove and. I can't tell you the number of cars that were parked on that street. I don't know. As on Pasea Del Mar, I don't know. All the surfers go down the cliffs to surf. It was packed, just packed. Uh, I mean, people are not – and traffic getting there was like – you know you know how you go in that funny, weird cutoff thing? Yes. PV drive, yep. PV whatever. I mean, it was way backed up to, you know, like, <laughs> like way into Torrance. It's like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what the hell? You know, so, and I thought, oh, maybe people are just out driving. No, they're not out driving. They're out doing life. 
I mean, we're we're not on lockdown. This is not lockdown. Yeah, I mean, lockdown I think was what we did in March. So. Yeah, I, I mean, look, we talked about this earlier. <clears throat> you know, we essentially what California is doing, and you know, I think California, and New York, um, are similar with where they're at. But you know, California has closed hair salons, nail salons, um, bars, restaurants, and that's really it. You know, gyms are open at fifty percent outside. All shopping's open. You can go. You can go to malls. Good you can do whatever thing you we've want. Had a- Good thing we've had a pretty dry season for gyms, eh? I mean, I know that, you know, they use the outdoor facility at that dance studio. So um, I think we've we've had like one day of bad rain. That's it. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and, and that, so that's, you know, that's the thing is that we're not on fucking lockdown. And like you said, lockdown was what we did in March and April. You know, that was fucking lockdown. But, you know, what they're finding now and, you know, there's reports coming out and <clears> – <throat> You know, the thing that the thing that sucks still is that every fucking report that comes out is followed up by a report that completely contradicts the report that just came out. You know, so, you know, I read this whole thing about, you know, California has had the strictest lockdowns and we have the the most number of cases, the most number of deaths. You know, you compare it to Florida, who, you know, they opened up their economy. I just I just read that. I just read that article. Yeah, they opened up their economy last I think last summer. And they were just like, look, we got to get we got to get back to it. And. What the article was saying was that although our numbers are probably very similar, California still has more cases and still has more deaths, you know? Yep. So mm, what's, the, yeah. you know, what the fuck is going on? You know, uh, we don't know, you know, now they're talking about well, maybe, maybe they ought to let restaurants, uh, hair salons and um, nail salons open up and see what happens. I'll bet well, it doesn't get any worse. That's the thing though, right? Is that that's what we did. And then, I don't think that restaurants and hair salons are what drove, and I've been saying this from the beginning, people are not getting COVID from fucking hair salons. It's not happening. You know, people are getting COVID from their job that they're going to in a fucking factory with hundreds of people or something. They're coming home. They're giving it to their wife. They're giving it to their family. Um, You know, there was a whole fucking article that said, well, you know, previous coronavirus infection may offer less protection against the new variants of coronavirus, which is basically saying if you have antibodies from a previous infection, they might not be so strong against these new variants that are coming out. The The very next fucking article said, uh, we think that the immune system remembers coronavirus <laughs> for at least six months, possibly more. That's followed up by an article about super antibodies that apparently 5% of people that have coronavirus get super antibodies, which can be... 90% effective at at recognizing coronavirus and killing it uh, nine months plus after the infection. But the truth of the matter is... So can is, you... Can, wait, can you find out if you... When you go have your antibody test done, can you find out if you have super or just okay I don't even want to say that. I don't even want to say that to the people. Like, what, like I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot being like... Um, yeah, no, no, no. Hey... Okay, tell me if I got the super kind, please. So, hi, this is Josh Fasson. My my um my test for the antibodies, I got that actually today. It came back positive. Just curious, were these normal antibodies or were these the super antibodies? No, no, no. You got to ask them when you go in and they take the blood because that's when they're going to run the test. There may be a special test for the super antibodies. Mm-hmm. Maybe more expensive too. Who the fuck knows? The frustrating thing I'm is sure. that we don't have a fucking clue, and and it's. You see it because of the fact that the information that's coming out constantly contradicts itself. And that's the frustrating thing is that everybody wants to say, this is, you know, do this, do this, don't do this, don't do that, do this, do this. And realistically, 
We don't know. We don't know how long antibodies last for because this fucking virus has only been around for, you know, about a year now, you know? So we don't... Well, now they're they're saying that they think, they actually think that, and this is what they've just come out with in the last couple of days, that... um, that there were people at, that they have video of scientists at that virology lab in Wuhan being bitten by bats, um, and that they say that some of those people came down with the same type of symptoms as coronavirus back in the fall. So, it you know it's possible that it started there in the fall. I mean, you know, you and I have always said that we think it was here way before January. Or February. I think it was here for November, December, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. And, like, that's another thing that, like, I don't think we're ever going to have a, a a concrete answer on is when the, you know, when, when coronavirus really kind of came into the United States. Because, you know, you talk to people who are really sick over the holidays. You talk to people who are really sick, you know, back in, you know, October, November. Um, could it have been Coronavirus? I mean, look, here's the thing, right? If if I, with me being if, sick, if if we didn't have such thing as coronavirus, I would have been like, man, fuck, I've got a really bad case of the flu. And granted, I know that I'm, I'm very fortunate that it was not worse. You know, I mean, I hear these fucking horror stories about people literally getting coronavirus. Three days later, they can't breathe. They're in the hospital. Three days after that, they're dead. You know, and I'm just like, holy shit. You know, I mean, that's fucking scary. And... You know, I, I don't, uh, it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard because it's like, you know, my, I've kept my circle of people that I see extremely small, you know, but the idea of sitting in my apartment by myself for now what's going on 10 months, that's not realistic, you know? And then, and so then, you know, when they open, when they, the, the times that they've opened hair salons, what am I supposed to say? No, I'm, I'm not going to go to work. And then the government says, well, your, your business is open. You can't collect unemployment. So then what? You know? I mean, it's it's everything it contradicts everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to go with all this. I don't. I, I just can't imagine that they're going to continue lockdowns. I mean, it's, it, you know, we're proving over and over and over again that they're not, they don't do anything. You know, they really don't. And. I don't know if Newsom thinks that people in LA are locked down. I I don't know. I mean, I'm telling you, I don't see it. I don't fucking see it at all. So I don't know what other states that are on lockdown look like. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any other states. I think it's New York and LA. I mean, those are the only two states that had that hair salons are closed in. So yeah, well, you you picked the wrong. You picked the wrong place to work. You should have. You know, you should have worked and lived in Florida. You know, there, there's other countries now, though, that are that are um, rebelling against the lockdowns. I know. I don't know if you've heard about uh, Italy. They have the hashtag Loa Pro. Loa Pro. It's I am open. They've got like fifty thousand restaurants in Italy that are defying the lockdown measures, and they're. Um, their customers are refusing when the police come, the customers are refusing to leave and they chant things like, you know, freedom, freedom, get out, get out. We, we pay your wages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we I pay feel your like wages get out. I feel like I've seen uh, that. I don't, you know, the, here's the issue, right? I don't think that that's necessarily the answer. Um, no, but it's, but it's just, it's just an indicator of what the whole fucking world has gone through 
for like you said, ten months. Well, because you I know, think because I think that the, because I this. think that the problem was right is that when this first when this whole thing started and it was just like, hey, so we need to flatten the curve. Let's flatten the curve and let's just stay home. And and I think everybody was like, okay, all right, that's fine. And it was that thing of like, don't fucking go anywhere. I mean, look, we I was living with you, like. We didn't. I mean, we went. I went grocery shopping. I don't even think I was letting you go grocery. Shopping. I mean, we were getting in fights because I was like, "You can't go. You can't go to the grocery store." Sorry, you know. No, I've always gone because I have to shop for my mother. So no, but remember, don't there was try like to that, sound like the no, hero. because remember there was that one or two <laughs> weeks where they were like, "This is going to be the worst of the coronavirus. You can't go out of the house." And I was like, "Look, you can't go." And you're like, "I've got to go." And I'm like, "You can't." Like they're telling, they're saying, they're saying this is the worst. I think it was like back in like March or early May. They're like, I just did, yeah, I know, but I just did senior hours. I don't think there was ever. I mean, you know, I, don't I didn't think that go they to even had foods. senior hours at that point. I think that was, I mean, that was like four or six weeks in, and you know, we had like fucking yeah, maybe I don't know. I mean, I I spent a lot of time at my mother's house at the time because I was getting her house ready to sell. So I was leaving the house every day. And coming, you know, and coming back home, but I wasn't going out, out like to have fun or do anything. And and like I said, when I drove up to PV, there was like no traffic. Yeah, it was a ghost town. I mean, the streets were fucking dead. Yeah, and coming back at night, even worse. I mean, it was like so weird. It was like it was yeah, like a ghost town. Like driving through, driving through like Torrance at you know seven in the evening was like driving through Torrance at like midnight or two a.m. But I think I think that that was. You know, that was the best chance we had to somehow contain this thing, right? To somehow kind of be like, hey. You can't contain it. I mean, it's it's past containment. Well, it's no, no, now, not, but I'm I saying, mean, I'm saying March, went, April, yeah. that was that was our shot. That was our shot, right? And then and we blew it. And I think that there was this whole idea of, you know, no one do anything, no one go anywhere, blah, blah, blah. And then as it went on, it was kind of like, okay, well, you know, some things open, some things closed, some things open, and then we closed them down again. You know, that happened with me. You know, then it was, okay, well, some things can open, but they got to be outdoors now, right? But I think that as time went on and you had more people getting it, you know, it wasn't that everybody that was getting it was was winding up in the, in the hospital and dying. You had people that were getting it that were that were recovering and they were okay, which then started putting the the uh, the message out of like, oh, well, maybe this isn't as bad as we thought it was. Which it's bad. It's fucking bad. People are dying. But for every, you I know, know, but I know. But here's the thing: is that I mean, you know, Josh, it's like it's. I mean, it's it's a horrible thing that every time you hear the news, the first story is, you know, if it's not about Trump and something Trump did wrong, it's about the coronavirus and the death toll and the case numbers. And um, and it's it's very scary and it's very depressing. And it really does put people in a different frame of mind. Like like I'm like super depressed. I just am. It's like. Like I cry at commercials when when things happen when, when you know when I see a funeral on TV or something I cry cry it's like you know what the hell's wrong with me but it's like it's like life has gotten to a point where it's like there's nothing to look forward to there's nothing you know it's just all shit you know it's just all fucking shit and everything is on hold everything in life is on hold and it's just it's it's really hard to justify the mental 
issues that people have from being locked down to the number of people that we lose from the virus that we may lose anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? In other words, like you said, there's not much difference between Florida, who's been open since June, and California, that's been on lockdown since June or July. So it's kind of like, you know, and maybe Florida even has a higher death toll because they have a lot of elderly people there. Because a lot of people go to Florida retire. So like East Coasters. So um, anyway, I don't know. I, you know, I just, again, I just, you know, it's really difficult to weigh the, you know, the law, the whole lockdown. I mean, because really, if we were going to do the whole fucking lockdown thing, then you stop the airlines, you stop people from coming in state, you know, everybody stays home. You can't enforce that, number one. And number two, God forbid you enforce that because that would then become the norm for us. I mean, that's why people aren't staying home now. Well, I You know, think, they've heard it over and over and over again. They, it's like we're tired of this. Right. And I think exactly, need what, to live. exactly what you said, right, was that people got sick of it. People got to a point where they're like, we need to see people, right? And, you know, me and you have had the talks on the podcast. We've had the talks uh, privately where, you know, I've kept a very, very close circle and I still end up getting it, you know, but I, mentally, right. I can't stay locked up in a one bedroom apartment forever, you know, or uh, I mean, I guess no one's saying it to do it forever, but you know, for 10 months, you know, I mean, how about if, a three bedroom house? How about that? I mean, I know it's I would have like, converted, I, you know, I, I would have converted one of the, one of the bedrooms to a to a pool. I would have made a pool, an, in, an in-house pool. And we'd have to do the big bedroom so you could do laps at least. Mm, that'd be good. <laughs> um, uh, the little bedroom wouldn't give you but a hot tub, you know. But oh, I um, take a hot tub. But no, I mean, look, I think that that's exactly the thing is that people are like, it, you know, it's getting to a point where mentally, and you know, and we talked about it where, you know, I said I, I saw that, uh, you know, back in I think October, November, I saw that some specialist, uh, virologist, epidemiologist, uh, gynecologist was on TV. <laughs> and I'm, I wonder how many people are going to catch it. They're like, wait a minute. I think, I think he just said gynecologist. Um, <laughs> really? and, and this guy was on TV and he was like, you know, and he just went down the list of things not to do. Right. Don't see people. Don't have people over. Don't go. Don't leave your house. Don't go to the grocery store. Uh, you know. Don't you know? Put a gun to your head and shoot. Well, you know? and that's and I mean, that seriously. That's the unfortunate part, right? Is that that it becomes a point, really, realistically, where you're just like, is this it? You know, like I mean, should I just should, should I just go I, yeah. drive my car off a cliff? Because this sucks. I don't want to do this. You know. Well, on, on top of that, the I think the worst part is is the media-driven fear, the fear that you know. Because seriously, like if I go out, I mean, I, I, I have fear that I'm going to catch this disease. And well, look, I just I sent you. I sent you an article the other day. It said, "Don't rethink going to the grocery store," <laughs> and that's the only place you go. And you know, you were like, "Well, fucking, that's you know, like I enjoy actually getting out of the house and go to the grocery store." The article said, "Are you still going to the grocery store?" Well, with the new virus variant spreading, it's probably time to stop. And it's like, okay, wait, so my 49-year-old mother who, that's her one outing. Send the article to my email because I can't read. It's too little for me to read it on my phone. I didn't read the article. Well, you just, all you have to I do just is read click the it headline. if you click it. And then it, it, I know, but it's still it's still little for my eyes. You can just do. I the, mean, do the if I expand it, then I. I know, but if I expand it, then I then I have to like move it. 
Well, it so wasn't the whole article. It was up. literally I just sent you a photo of the of the headline. Oh, okay. I thought the oh, headline, okay. you know, I, it was like it was like, oh, you can't go grocery shopping anymore. And I was like, well, fuck, like that's like your one place. That's the one place that you actually leave the house a week, right? So now it's like, okay, well, so let me get this straight. My mom can't go grocery shopping. She can't see anyone. She, you know, shouldn't she? She shouldn't be leaving the house. So she, okay, so she just stays home and rots. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, I've I've probably gained. Gee, that sounds fun. I, I can't I mean, wait. You know, I was talking to someone the other day. I've I lost a bunch of weight when I had COVID, and I've you know I probably like gained ten or fifteen pounds back, but I'm probably fucking fifteen pounds, you know, twenty pounds. I mean, they call it like the COVID twenty, like or the quarantine 20, I'm probably like 15, 20 pounds over what my like weight is because of the fact that like, I don't fucking do anything. You know, I can't go play ice hockey. I was playing hockey once a week before this. I was going to the gym. You know, I had a, a, a good moment in the summer where I was working out every day with, with a friend, but you know, we were both, that's pretty much the only people we were seeing, you know, was, was me, him and, and he saw his folks and I saw you, but you know, he started working again and then that, you know, everything's dangerous. Everything's fucking dangerous. Right. And, um, you know, I'm on medication that I can't be in the I can't be in the sun for long long amount of time. So, it's one of those things where it's also like, well, okay, going to the gym outside that, you know, like okay, now it's okay. I get fit, but now I have skin cancer all over my body. That that sucks. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I don't know how I we don't how know we expect either, people. To, yeah, I don't. I don't know either. Uh, how we expect people to even be healthy. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to stop going to the grocery store. I mean, I, listen, I don't enjoy going because I have to fucking go at, you know, six or seven in the morning on Thursday. I pick up groceries one day a week, but I have to shop for my mother. You know, I can't, her household can't be without food. I could go without food, you know, a bit, but I can't do that to them. So, um, so that's a problem, you know, Oh. I don't know. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> who the fuck knows? I mean, I, you know, if I get it, I get it. If I die, I guess I die. That's just the way it's going to work. You know, I'm not going out there and, you know, being dangerous, but I don't know. Well, and, I, I don't, and I'm not crazy about the vaccine thing either because I don't think <laughs> my concern with the vaccine is I don't think they really know. First of all, they just, just pulled a whole bunch out of San Diego, Moderna, did you hear about that? Yes, I heard and about that. Just, there was something with the with the that lot that they thought yeah. was was giving people look. Uh, there was giving people allergic reactions. I um, just heard from uh, from a friend of mine. Uh, she you know knows I don't know three or four people who got vaccinated, and all of them. I mean, within twenty four hours, were extremely sick, very 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 sick. Um, yeah. You know, did they get the Pfizer or the? Um, or I the don't think one? they know. I don't think that they tell you. I think they're just like, here's the vaccine. You can't pick, mm. so you know, you just go well, in. Well, they've and, had then in Norway, they've had like 23 people die from it. And okay, so that I read an article about that. That it says it's a frail and elderly, frail elderly, right? People, but mostly. what they so there was a whole thing that uh, that article, those articles and stuff. I don't think it was explaining the whole thing because some of the stuff that had come out after the fact I had seen was that some of these people had major underlying health conditions, you know, that they, that yeah. they were very, very old and they were, you know, they had these life threatening illnesses, which yeah, frail and elderly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, a, but that's, a, but that's something we should know because if we're vaccinating the elderly, 
And they do have, you know, I mean, generally speaking, the elderly are going to have underlying health conditions, whether they know about them or not. It's just, you know, you don't live, you know, 70 or 80 years without, you know. Well, the thing that I kind of read was that they didn't know if it was, you know, they were thinking it might have not, you know, the, the these deaths might have not even had anything to do with the vaccine, that these people would have died at this point, regardless of getting vaccinated or not, you know. Um, yeah. But I don't know. You know, I don't know. You know, I mean, I I've have two friends, two close friends of mine uh, or two people I know that one has access to getting the vaccine and another one thinks that he's going to probably have access to getting the vaccine shortly, you know, soon, you know, probably February, March. And I think both of them are kind of like, eh, we don't know. We don't know. You know, Um you know, I don't know if they're, you know, it's not like they, you know, and I think that there's some people that are that don't know this, but they didn't create a whole new vaccine. They essentially took vaccines that they've had and they, you know, tweaked them a little bit. Um, but, you know, but I don't know, you know, no, that's the problem is that no one has information about this because everything is so brand new. We don't know how long antibodies last. You know, we just don't. Well, on top of that. Yeah, but on top of that, these aren't antibodies. No, 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 We've completely, but I'm saying, I'm saying that, that We don't even know how long the vaccine lasts. I mean, they're still saying, you know, you, you need to wear a mask, you need to socially distance. I mean, it's like, okay, if my life's not going to change by taking the vaccine, then why do I want to risk it by taking the vaccine? Well, and I think that that's where a you lot know? of people are going is that they're like, well, fuck, you know, if we're still looking at, you know, I mean, look, I think 2020 major lockdown, right? I think 2021 is going to be a wash. And and I forget if we talked about this on the last podcast, but I think that 2021 is going to be a wash. I think that, you know, if we're lucky, you know, I'm hoping that by fall and winter, we're back to a point where we are able to be in smaller groups, you know, three, five, eight people, maybe, um, but, you know, but people talk about, you know, and I hear when I was working, I would hear clients say like, well, the day that this is over and I was like, well, it's not going to be a day. It's not going to be like, oh, by the way, Tuesday, the pandemic ended, you know, like this is going to always be with us. I mean, there was even a, an article that I read that said like the coronavirus is always going to be here. It's just going to be it's going to mutate. Well, it's going to be it's going to be something different getting vaccinated. It's going to be, you know, whether it's a vaccine vaccine that we get every year, whether it's a vaccine that we get every two years like this is here now. Right. So I don't know if we get to a point again where it's just like, you know, I don't know. I mean, it happened with the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu, you know, essentially went away. But, you know, oh, I, yeah, it disappeared. Never came back. That's but weird. no, 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 no. But I read an article. I mean. A lot of like it's probably because everybody had it. Well, no, but a lot of the a lot of the it. the flu viruses, like the modern day flu viruses, they trace they can trace back to the Spanish flu from nineteen eighteen. Oh, really? Yeah, so like, wow. it's like I mean, it's it's here, right? Like, yeah. so I don't think that again, it's going to be this day, this thing where it's like, oh, hey guys, it's like, gone. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait till Tuesday morning. The pandemic's over, right? And yeah, people really. are, people come running out of their house, and the nightclubs open, and people are taking <laughs> shots off of normal. each other's you know t- t- titties, and like I don't think that's going to happen. I think that again, this is going to be something that's going to kind of always be here with us. You know, do I think that we're going to be wearing masks forever? No, but I think that there's going to be this urge of like you know the push to like yeah, we need to get vaccinated every year. You know, we need to get vaccinated for the flu. We need to get vaccinated for our coronavirus. Aye, aye, um, aye. 
And that's and that's a bummer, you know. And hopefully, like I said, hopefully, and I think that there's going to be things that people are going to look at very differently. I don't, you know, I'm in no rush to get to go back to like a crowded bar. I'm in no rush to get onto a, an airplane, you know. And look, I think that it's going to be very much the fucking thing of like, you want to fly? You want to get on a fucking airplane? Show us your coronavirus vaccine card, one hundred percent. Especially internationally, yeah. especially internationally. Maybe not domestically, but I would imagine. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that Trump was opening up flights to um, from the UK and Brazil and Europe, but I guess Biden's going to close them off again or something. I didn't know that they've been closed all this time. Have they? I think they just closed. I think any- just recently you couldn't you couldn't come in. There was a ban f- coming into the United States and. From uh, anywhere or just from, I mean, I heard them talking about it from the UK, but there was a I list. Heard them say, there was a list. Oh, we already thought, we already thought there was, it was here. So why, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I've been saying it for a while. I don't think, you know, if you don't live in the United States, you know, you shouldn't be going to fucking Mexico. You know, I mean, I'm kind of even against, you know, state to state travel, but whatever. Right. Like, I don't think there's any reason about, why we should be. What about city? What about city to city travel, Josh? I think That's that okay. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look, I think that I think that uh, I think that it all is. Um, I think it's all dicey, you know. I think that anytime you, you know, they talk. So what ab- happens when you what happens when you go to a hotel? I mean, what do you do like to eat and shit like that? I mean, why would anybody go to a hotel now? I mean, you can't. I mean, there's nowhere in California where like restaurants are open, are they? Or are they? I don't know. So I think that what you're. So I mean, I'll, I can I can be completely transparent. It's completely okay. <laughs> I, I don't I don't mind. I don't mind uh, being transparent. So, um, good for you. Yeah. So uh, yeah, next weekend I'm going to go out to Palm Springs for uh, I think it's essentially like three nights, but it's really it's like two nights because the. The night that that we're gonna go out there is uh, is we'd pr- probably arrive like evening time, so it's essentially like eat dinner, go to bed. Um, so where do you eat dinner? I guess that's that's my question. Yeah. So Can I mean, you go you know, anywhere so, because I I got what's his names in this uh, friends and families golf group, and they do they travel to like on weekends to different golf courses in different cities. You know, kind of not. I mean, not any further away than Palm Springs or San Diego or maybe Ventura, that type of thing. But my question is, are there cities where you can actually, I mean, you have to order food out and eat in your room or are there restaurants that give you um, or hotels that give you room, room service? Yeah. So I, 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 so my understanding is that all the hotels do, you can get room service. Like that's, that's because like there are restaurants in these hotels that will bring you food, right? Like no different than ordering food to go right um a lot of restaurants are open it's just you know fucking deliver it's to go essentially it's like you know go pick it up right um all of the like postmates and grubhub type type things like they'll they'll bring you food you can get that that shit sent to the hotel you know and they'll be you know call, call me when you're in the lobby right um I'm not gonna lie though. I, there is a sense. So nothing's ever like really hot or good. <laughs> yeah, it's all the French fries are always soggy. You just get used to it. Oh um, no, it's like yeah. We actually, I we ordered some food the other day from uh, from this vegan spot um, up in like I think it's like L.A. area somewhere. But I got this fucking deep dish pizza that was absolutely incredible, and it traveled well. Um, and then, that's important. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but I will say this that it. I mean, it was amazing. It was in fucking incredible. Um, 
but I had like pizza burps the entire night, miserable. Like, yeah. I mean, I was just like, I mean, it was just nonstop. Like, I was just fucking burping pizza all fucking night. Yeah. And then I just reached reached a point where I just felt like uh, just very gassy, very gassy from the bottom. You know. So I wonder what they I wonder what they put in it. That's that I think it's it probably something way. in the in the sauce, like some sort of like some of the spices or something. Because there's, you know, I mean, I also feel like typically sometimes that very acidic, you know. Um, but it, anyway, that is off the point. Um, what I was going to say was that, um, there's a part of me that feels a little bit like, Hey, if I'm going to go somewhere, I should probably go now. You know, I should probably go, you know, sometime January, February, because come March, April is essentially where if I have the antibodies, that's when that shit's wearing off, you know? Um, the other thing is that a lot of these hotels are, you know, this is a, it's a nicer hotel. Um, we've stayed there before. It's beautiful, but you know, they are like disinfecting their fucking rooms and shit. And then they're like sealing the room. You know, they're basically closing the door, like putting like a seal on it so that when you check in, you're the first person that like breaks that seal, you know? And a lot of these places are like, <laughs> so they say, no, but right. go ahead. There's just like the, the people <laughs> there just having sex in all the rooms, like all the, all the yeah, workers, we, the we hotel didn't, workers. We didn't wash really. We didn't wash the pillowcases, but uh, we've sealed the room for you. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, but, you know, so, you know, I, I think, and, you know, a lot of these hotels are, are not, and I think Sam had said this because she had gone out to Palm Springs, I think, a while back. and Yeah, they they, they rotate. They don't, like, they'll They're not booking it. back to back to back in the same room. Yeah, um, yeah. But, Although that shouldn't matter if they're disinfecting, right? <laughs> I mean, look, you know, they're saying that this shit doesn't live on surfaces. So, again, that goes back to the whole thing, right? Whereas, the, you know, well. Who was saying that? I The last I read is that. But three days on well, yes, steel but, but that twenty four hours on paper, right? But like there was that. that whole thing though in the beginning where it was like you better you better wipe down everything you get from the store, or else you're going to get coronavirus off the box of Cheerios. And then it turned into a thing where it was like, oh, there's no need to wipe the shit from the store, you know? Like it was like, wait, what? But I mean, technically, if you if they say that the the germ can last for twenty four hours on cardboard. Then you could actually get coronavirus. I guess the idea is that maybe what you do is you just handle the box, wash your hands, and then stuff your mouth, right? Wipe the box, wash your hands, then stuff your mouth. No, no, no. Just handle the box. You don't have to wipe. Don't wipe it down. Just handle the box. If you're going to use it within 24 hours of when you buy it, you handle the box, then you wash your hands, and then you, you, Eat with your hands. I mean, you know, stuff your mouth with whatever. So you're not putting the germs from the box onto your hands into your mouth. I mean, I, I always had a... You get what I'm saying? I understand. I always had a... um, You know, I, I always questioned in my head the fact of like, do... You know, because I I had, you know, when, when the salons were open, like I was around people. I was indoors with people with masks on, but, you know, for you know, for an hour, for an hour and 15 minutes, you know what I'm saying? And like some of the other girls were around, you know, their clients for two hours or two hours and 20 minutes or whatever. Right. So I always in my head thought, I'm like, you know, had I not, did I not get coronavirus at that point because I wasn't around anyone that had it? Or did I not get coronavirus because I was, you know, I wore a mask and I washed my hands. Do you know what I'm saying? And then when I got it, right, when I ended up getting it, I mean, I was in very, very close proximity with someone who had it, right? But, you know, would it have been the same, you know, would would I have gotten it had 
you know, I probably not just had not. just sat and had a meal with this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, you might you might have because. I mean, you spent a few days with that person. But, you know, they're, and they're talking about now they're talking about you know, these new variants. I mean, there was like something I read about, you know, they were like, fuck, they're like, you know, we're suggesting, you know, that if there's, you know, if, if it's if the grocery, if you go into a grocery store, you know, within 15 or 20 minutes, 30% of the grocery store is going to have the, have this new variant because it's so contagious. And it's just like, well, wait, what? The whole grow what? The whole grocery store? 30% what, of the grocery gonna, store. It's going to be swimming with coronavirus. Well, that's what there's, <laughs> that's what they're saying is that it's just like, we, you know what we need? We need some coronavirus glasses so that we, it gives us the ability to like, kind of like a black light when you, you know, when you mm. sneeze and you turn the black light on mm. and you little, see all the sensor. particles. Yep. Yeah, so it'll like show us exactly where the coronavirus germs are in the store, and then we can avoid them. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know what? I mean, that's just too fucking weird. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I don't know what to do with that one. It's like seriously, like thirty percent of the store because somebody did what coughed. I mean, no, I mean, apparently, no, mask no but that's the thing is that apparently, it is these are they're so contagious that they are just like leaping out of the mask. <laughs> and that within a, within a very short amount of time, they're in everybody's noses and mouths. You know. So so here's something that's interesting. There is, um, first of all, during the uh, Capitol building thing, there was apparently a. I think he's actually a congressman from maybe from S- San Diego or something. Um, who had gotten uh, the vaccine? And had gotten the booster like several days before the incident, and he came down with coronavirus. A couple of people actually, a couple of Congress people have come down with it. Um, but the other interesting thing is that when they first met, the first day of their congressional session, they had to vote on who they wanted to be Speaker of the House. And Nancy Pelosi, they they did away with, I guess, remote votes, so you had to be there in person. And Nancy Pelosi actually brought in a COVID positive, somebody who was sick, to vote. And they, like, built her, like, a little Pope mobile so that she could be enclosed in glass. I thought that was cute. And then the other thing was this guy, uh, oh, this guy that, like I said, who got it from the, from the Capitol building thing, he had gotten, like I said, the vaccine and then the booster three weeks later. And he still got it. So it's like, what the fuck? Well, and that's the thing that they talk about, right? Is that, uh, and look, it'll be very interesting to see when we move on from like this tier that we're in, which is, I guess, healthcare workers and people over 65, at least that's what, that's what we're doing in California. Right. But, you know, it'll be interesting when we move on from this because yeah, I mean, you know, they're saying that the, uh, what is it? FFCC? FFCC? FSI, yeah, how good it works. It's ninety five percent, right? So, which means that you know they're like, there's going to be five percent of people that are going to still going to get going to get COVID, and it's just like so the so the people that you've known that had the vaccine were they sick for more than a day or just really so the sick people for- that I know. Um, it's been like uh, it hasn't been like for it hasn't been like for it's been like friends like friends are like one of my clients her husband is a vascular surgeon and he got like the first dose and to my knowledge he was fine you know like there was nothing you know whatever so 
again, I mean, I don't know if it's like a fucking roll of the dice if you get really sick. It seems it's a roll. Of the, I mean, it's a roll of the dice if you get COVID on what kind of, you know, I mean, look, I read something about, you know, this this uh, 51-year-old MMA fighter who was in good health and he, you know, he fucking died from it. I read about this 18-year-old kid who, you know, died the second time he had coronavirus. You know, he had gone to a party, right? And it's just like, fuck, well, you know, that's not a good idea. But I don't know why it elicits some responses and some people and other response. And that's, I think, the question that we're going to have. Why does the vaccine affect some people the way it does? Why does coronavirus affect some people the way that it does? Because look, mine was not, you know, in any way, shape or form respiratory, you know, and I'm, and thank fucking God, you know, but it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, mine, mine felt, you know, I've, I mean, again, it was, I was extremely sick. I mean, you can hear in my voice the, you know, I was struggling on the, the podcast we did when, you know, we talked about it, but, um, I don't know. I don't, you know why, I don't know why it's like that, you know? And I think that that, then until we have some fucking really concrete answers, I think that you're going to have people who are going to be like, I don't know if I want to get the vaccine. I don't know if I want to, if I want to, you know, put whatever this is into my body and get fucking sick for two days or three days, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people's works are coming out and saying, hey, if you're going to get the vaccine, you know, like these healthcare places, if you're going to get the vaccine, get it on Friday. So if you get really sick, you're not missing You're not missing a day of work. <laughs> oh great you know it's like fuck. that's another thing that's another thing with this shutdowns is that i don't know how they expect people to live on unemployment it's just not enough money and um that's just fucking crazy i mean like we figured out what you get your your unemployment doesn't even pay your rent yeah i don't you know i don't want to i don't want to go too deep because we've talked about the unemployment thing um oh by the way it's interesting that it's <laughs> It's interesting that they can impeach a president in 24 hours, but they can't do a fucking $600 check for like eight months. I, I mean, mean, look, I've, again, been, I've been saying all along that, you know, I don't. When I'm, they want to when they want to get something done that, that serves them, they will do it. But that's, you know, that's my complaint with Congress. OK. And and by the way, I think their approval rating is at like 23 percent. Yes, because so people are starting like- to realize. And look, I'm not I'm not. I'm not sitting here and saying that we need to go capture them and assassinate them. What I'm saying is that, and even in the no, the other podcast that I talked about, that. I said that, you know, I think that every fucking politician is a piece of shit because at the end of the day, they don't know the struggles of the regular, Normal, the regular people. everyday people, right? They know, they don't know yeah. it and they'll never fucking know it. They won't, right? Yeah. And, and that's why, and I, I had said to you, and I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or if we talked it, talked about it in private, but- at some point, we're going to need some young man or young woman to come forth, you know, somebody in their 40s who has lived that life and has- Yeah, how old do you have to be? I think you have to be like- 30, be I think 45? Uh, I think it's 35. 39. 39, 37 and a half. But we need somebody to come in and, and ch- change everything because it's not working, right? And, and, you know, do I necessarily think that we should be spending- this time and energy, uh, right? This and look, this is just my opinion, right? Do I think that we should be necessarily spending all this time and energy right at this moment on trying to impeach a president who is literally out of office on what Wednesday, right? I mean, he's done yep. Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Or should we be spending this time and energy and money on a uh, coming up with a with a better vaccine? I mean, a better pandemic response and how to and how to focus on energy on the vaccine rollout and how to and how to how to keep 
are American people safe? A, B, let's spend some time and money and energy on trying to figure out how the, I think it was like 17 million people are on unemployment still in America. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's off, but let's figure out how to make sure that these people are fucking okay. You know, because I mean, I saw shit when they closed down restaurants in like early December. I mean, Mm. I saw some of my friends who are like, you know, servers and, and whatnot that were like basically saying like, okay, so you just closed this down three weeks before Christmas and I'm back on my unemployment. You know, and some of them are not getting the 450 a week. Some of them are getting like 225 or 300 bucks that are like, they're like, I made more. You die if I tell you what I get. No, no, I, I know. But, nothing. but they're like, I make more in one night than yeah, I make my whole month of unemployment. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you a really quick, really nice story. Dave Portnoy, uh, Barstool, um, started the Barstool, Barstool Fund. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barstool Smart that 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 Barstool Sports started the Barstool Fund, and say, it was say that just three people. Times. Say that three times. Really, fast. I can't. No, I can't. But they've raised twenty million dollars for businesses. They've donated it to um, ninety small businesses so far, and they. I saw on. Um, I think on the internet, I saw a video of a gal. I think in San Francisco who had just gotten money from Dave Portnoy and I mean she was in tears she was so happy and I don't know if that was the bar there was a bar that they donated money to that was like the it's like 200 years old it's the older the oldest bar west of the Mississippi and um anyway this gal was just you know she was ecstatic and I I think that's you know that's a really cool thing Uh, the question that he asked which I think is appropriate is um where's the Goldman Sachs fund where's the Amazon fund why are these big businesses not doing something similar to this yeah, to help I mean, out I these said small it, I businesses? Said it, I said it, uh, I think, on the last podcast, maybe before, I, whatever, I was, or maybe privately. I don't know if I can know. It all runs together now, you know. But I said, why is it that a man who is the – I don't I don't know his exact – I mean, I know he started Barstool. I don't know what his, what his exact position is now. Dave, if you're listening, sorry, buddy. Um, but why is it taking – CEO, maybe? I don't know. I, it could be. Go ahead. Uh, but why is it taking him – to raise money know. to save small businesses. Why isn't the government doing anything? Why is it that he's raising more he's raising more money and giving out more money to keep small businesses alive than the government is? You know, and then well, someone and then he, someone goes, we'll "Oh, well, the, you know, the government, you know, there was a, you know, whatever, 2.5 billion dollar thing." And it's like, "Okay, well fine, but Americans are fucking I mean, Americans people are going to wind up on the streets." Well, see, that's the see, that's the problem is that all the stuff that they've passed is not enough help for these small businesses and for people that are on unemployment due to the fact that their state governments have closed down their states and their ways of, you know, whatever way they have of, of making a living. So you know, that's a problem right there. I mean, you know, there's other states that I mean, Florida, they're not they're probably not paying a lot of unemployment. State of California has already has financial issues, and now they're you know they're having to come up with supporting everybody because they don't want they don't want anything open. Well, and the, the biggest like, the biggest thing is too is that if they don't figure out a way, you know, everyone talks about. I read this whole thing a month ago or two months ago where it was like, you know, we're going to see like a reemergence of like the Roaring Twenties because once this is over, people are going to go back and they're going to spend and they're going to be stoked to travel. They're going to and. You know, it was reading it and I was like, oh, okay, well, that gives like a little, that's a glimmer of hope. But then I was also like, 
well, fuck, I mean, if we're not taking care of our people, then like ain't no one going to have any fucking money to go back and spend on traveling and, and, you know, even just, you know, shopping. I mean, I've, I've cut fucking way back. I mean, I don't buy fucking anything, you know? No, I don't either. I mean, <clears throat> you know, just a few things for Christmas, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had a very, I mean, there's just very, very mellow Christmas this year, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, yep, nobody had money. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing is you can't, you know, you can't sit there and be like, oh, the, the economy is going to be so great once, you know, once we figure this out, if, if you're not helping the fucking people. And, that, and then again, it goes back to exactly what I'm saying is that, you know, there are people who are working right now, which is great. And that's fantastic, you know, and, and they haven't been affected by this. And that's, that's great. Fantastic. But there's other people who have been out of work off and on. There's other people that have, that have been laid off and that have been fucking, you know, whatever. And they don't have anything. And then the, the the fucking moratorium shit is going to catch up to them where they're going to have to pay back 10 months of fucking rent. And it's just yeah, like... That's ridiculous. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know. Well, where is, the, where is the Amazon fund? I don't know. Why doesn't Amazon help people out? The competition? Is that is that their problem? I mean, again, I... You you know, know, they, I they're, they're making money hand over fist and, you know, small businesses are going under right and left and, you know... That's again, their, I think that's, there, was a, there was a statistic on here that I said that I think like... It was something with like Jeff Bezos could give like a million dollars to like every American and he would still be like the richest fucking like human yeah, being alive, know. you know, like yeah. essentially there would be like no homeless people in America because everyone would be like everyone would have a million dollars and he would still fucking be the richest person, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know why you're not seeing some of these fucking businesses step up and, and look, I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying give your fortune away, right? Fine. You want to sit there and say, well, I fucking work for this and I'm fucking Jeff Bezos. Great. But like, hey, maybe like, maybe you take 10% of all your fucking sales in in in, in a day or for a, for a month, right? And you put that towards a fund and, you know, that ends up getting, you know, dished out or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm a fucking hairstylist. Cu- this is my job, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm curious as to what they pay in taxes. I'll bet they pay nothing in taxes. I'm sure. But look, and but I'll, and you, I'll bet, I'll bet if they, I bet if they're headquartered in California, which they are, that they probably get uh, tax incentives from the state as well. And that is like, that's just fucked up. I mean, again, you know, with so many businesses gone and so many people in, you know, in need, it's just, it's almost, it's almost just abusive, you know, it's like. Yeah, I mean, it's disgusting, you know, and, and again, I mean, you know, you talk about these uh, PPP loans and shit that went out and, you know, you talk about all these companies, these major companies that fucking took money and that's disgusting, you know, because these little, these little mom pa restaurants, these little fucking bars, you know, I mean, look, I don't know how even fucking half the bars that were here before the pandemic are going to come back. I mean, how? You haven't been able, you haven't been able to be open for fucking ten months. How do you come back after that? Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, there was a there was a big thing when you know when the, all the bars originally closed. There was a big thing about beer going bad because they, I guess if it's beer on the in, in the tap, it it has like a shelf life. Yeah, well, it's and been yeah because it. it's been it's been like uh, tapped. It's been tapped. It's been popped. The top has been popped. I don't know. I don't know whatever. Um, 
you know, I mean, even, you know, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's this is going to be a this is we're going to feel the implications of this for years to come. Like I said, there's not going to be a, it's not going to be, well, Tuesday morning, the pandemic ends. So let's go out and get crazy. It's not going to be that unless unless we lived in Florida. I mean, I can't even imagine what that would be like to, you know, I don't know. Are they do they have to wear masks there? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, but the other thing that it brings up and I was talking to someone about this is that. You have to imagine that there's going to be a little bit, and, and I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but even when we get to a point where it's just like, okay, everyone, now's the safest time to get on a flight and you can go anywhere you want. Like, you got to imagine yeah. that some people are going to have like a little bit of like a, a coronavirus PTSD, you know, where they're going to be like. I know. I Listen, I, I have a, I have Delta miles. I have a Delta credit card and I have a United credit card and I have miles on both of them. And I seriously, like. Like lately, I've been thinking maybe with my Delta miles instead of because I, I I can't ever see me flying again, to be fucking honest with you. I mean, just I just don't see it in my future. And I'm thinking maybe I should take my points and get gift cards. <laughs> you know, they let you do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, get something know. get something nice for the house, put a pool in one of the rooms, you know. Well, the, the problem is, is that even to, that like to transfer your miles, they charge you so much money to transfer your miles as, to somebody else. It's just like, again, it's not it's not worth doing it. So my thought is, seriously, I've in the last week or two, I've thought, you know, maybe I should do that. Just get a bunch of uh, instead of because I have enough or I probably have enough. I could probably go to Hawaii. Maybe even in first class Ooh. on my Delta Ooh. ticket. Yeah. Well, Hawaii's, but Hawaii's far. I mean, you should go to Hawaii. Just not. Just not come back. Go stay there. Well, I do have some friends who live in Kauai. I would go. It's but fucking, I don't. But I don't know if they want me to come and no, stay forever. You, I mean, I think you have to get a, like a negative test, and then you get over there. And I think you get tested again, and then you're fucking good. You know, and I, I would fucking just stay. I had friends that went to Hawaii. I forget what where they went, but you know, they were thinking about not coming back. They were thinking about going again yeah. for Valentine's it's, Day because they were just like. It's, it's very expensive to live there. Well, very expensive. I, mean, I don't. I just, you know. And on top of that, it's fucking hot and humid. Oh, because it's not hot I don't here like in the summer? Sun. How fucking miserable is it here now in the summer? No, I don't like. I know, but I don't like this. I don't like the. Um, I've been to Hawaii in the summer months and it is very hot. The best time. You know, when I worked for the airlines, we used to go in October and in May. Those were like perfect months. But um, the last time I went in October, it rained. There was like no trade winds. So it was super, super hot. That was like in 2009. So that was a long time ago. That was the last time I was at an airplane. Hey. It's time. Remember, yeah. we used to always talk about going to visit uh, my Uncle Mike in New Zealand. And, yeah. you know, like, you know, I think about that. I think about, you know, I mean, there's I've never been to fucking... Uh, London. Well, you got it. Paris. You got it. You got to have three grand to go to New Zealand so you can quarantine yourself for fourteen days. But you got to. But you got to. But that, okay. But that's not going to be like that forever. You know, whatever. Like at some point, we're going to get to a point where people. At some point, we're going to get to a point where people are like, "Yeah, we're. I'm traveling again. I'm going places." You know, and and yeah, I don't know if they don't open up their borders. I mean, if they. I mean, they may not change that for a while. I don't know. You know, I'm not saying that they're, they're, I'm not saying that they need you. I'm saying that at some point, whether it's a year from now, well, yes. ten for years you, from now, for you maybe, for me, ten years from now, you know that I may not be around in ten years. I was just I was talking to someone the other day, and we were talking about how 
you know, she was like, hey, I, I think she said she had never been to Paris. And I was just like, I've never been to Paris either. And I was like, I'd love to fucking go to Paris. You know, I'd love to go to London. Mm-hmm. I have so many clients that were that have always been like, oh, you, you like you would love London, you know, um, you know, Tokyo. I have friends that were supposed to go to Japan in March. And I mean, I remember when they bought the tickets, I was like, I can't imagine that happening. And, you know, they're not it's not it's not going to happen, you know, but yeah. You know, people are going to travel again one day, and I think it's going to look slightly different. You know, and I think you know, French don't like Americans, so be careful in Paris. Well, when I, I was in, a, I remember I have a good horror story to tell you about somebody getting beat up in Paris. But anyway, go well, ahead. I can do a really good French accent. So, um, oh, and do you know the language? You best know the language. <laughs> no, I just go no. Ooh, a la bibliotheque. That's a where is the library? In I re- I remember. When I was when I would tour when I went on tour, <clears throat> and we did all Canada, you know. Once we get closer to like Eastern Canada, which is all like the French yeah, speaking, you, you know. And yeah. uh, I remember trying to check into a hotel, and like this woman just wanted nothing to do with us. You know, it's just like, hey, can we get a room? No, it's like, okay, uh, just just I mean, there's no rooms available. No, ooh, ooh um, la bibliothèque. <laughs> I was like, okay, I was like, um. Is there another hotel close by? No. No. Uh, That's easy to say. I know. She I probably know. knew if she spoke anything more to you, you wouldn't understand her. Uh, we. I mean, I walked in. She was like talking with another person. And I kind of was just like, oh, excuse me. Like, hey. Um, so, you know, I should have started throwing some of those long, those long O's in there, you know, because then at least they would have thought maybe I was like Western Canadian, like. Do you guys happen to know uh, a boot? How far down that uh, other hotel is? <laughs> right. yeah. Really, a boot? A boot? How far it is? Oh um, yeah. Oh, there was a, right, well. a huge caribou out in the parking lot, eh? <laughs> a a. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I I guess I I would say if you're going to go to Paris, you need to learn some language. No. You need to be able to communicate. I mean, like I said, so, it's, but it's, I don't. That's not going to happen for a while. Yeah. I think they're back on lockdown as well. So you know, whatever. I mean, that's the thing is I look at my age and my life and I think, you know, what is left for me? I don't know. I mean, I just can't see doing this for year after year after year. It's like, you know, it's no fun. It's depressing. It's sad. Again, nothing to look forward to. And, I, you know, if I was like in my 80s, I don't know. I probably wouldn't want to. I even more wouldn't want to do this. But anyway, whatever. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I, you know, I'm 39 and I have, I have those thoughts, you know, I have those thoughts of like, you know, is this, you know, this sucks, you know, and what does this look like in, you know, because that's, that's all, that's all that I've, you know, tried to do from the beginning is like, well, what does this look like in six months? What does this look (laughs) like in eight months? What does this look like in a year? I mean, no one thought that this was going to be going on for 10 plus months, you know, and there's no, it's not like, you know, everyone goes, there's a light at the end of the rainbow and it's just like, well, is there? Because the vaccine rollout has been fucking disastrous at, at best. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I you know, the, the trials seem good. The Johnson and Johnson, Janssen, Johnson and Johnson vaccine seems to to look promising. But, you know, it, again, it, it we're, I think we're, we're going off of a lot of like, oh, I wonder if good. I could get it. I wonder if it's a good, I know. See, that's the thing though. I want to be able to pick mine if I'm going to have one, but you know, my neighbor works for Johnson and Johnson. She may have an N for me. You should, you, well, you, you can Once, get vaccinated. No, but the, their, theirs is not out. Oh, it's only Moderna and Pfizer. I'm talking about the future. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I'm, I have a, a video, uh, 
an audio appointment with my cardiologist tomorrow, so I'm going to see what he says about it. Um, but I'm not anxious to, you know, like I said, I feel like if if it's not doesn't change the way I live my life, then why do I want to risk it? I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not a real vaccine person. I've said that before. Yeah, I mean, I'm I sure think, I'll I think say the, it again. I think the the point of it all, right, is that it's going to it's going to normalize life. It's well, it's gonna it's gonna keep you safe, and that we're going to slowly get back to how many people that live in America? Thirty three million, three hundred million, three hundred million people in America, right? Probably. Does that does that, does that say? I mean. And and what you know what we you know I mean they're they're going to do a hundred they want a hundred doses of the vaccine, a hundred million doses of vaccine in in a hundred in the first hundred days of Biden's inauguration. So realistically, that's only fifty million people. You know, that would be Biden's administration, not inauguration. Oh, did I say inauguration? Yes, you did. Are you sure? Do you want me to go to the playback? Sorry, go to playback. Okay, I'm sure our right, our right, fans would love to hear. All right, let me go to the pull out. I'm going to pull out the playback. So okay, so what is that? He wants to do like a hundred million doses, <laughs> oh, okay. and what is that? Fifty million in the first hundred days of his uh, of his administration. Yeah, that's right. There you go. All right, you it sounded like I said administration. I was wrong. So, yeah, I was wrong. It's okay. Yeah. Everyone oh, has man. to be. Everyone has to be wrong at some point. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think that you know we're we're again. I think that this year, you know, I, I do hope that the vaccines get rolled out um, quicker, faster. I'm not necessarily against getting the vaccine. I and, and look, by the time it's my point, I feel like I'm going to know there's going to be more information about it. So well, again, fucking A. First of all, if you have had it, they're saying now that if you've had the disease that you don't need the vaccine. And I would certainly check for antibodies before I took the vaccine. Well, I, well, no, 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 and that's one. the point. Number but two, I got talk- but I got an email from uh who did it come from? Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Then we need to we need to wrap this up. Uh, UCLA Health. Nope, sorry, that's not who I got it from. That was one. Uh, yes, UCLA Health, and they do like a like a a, a FAQ, FAQ on here. And one of the questions is if it's I've already had frequently asked questions. If it, go ahead, you know, so it's like you know, well, I still need to wear a mask after receiving the vaccines. Where should I go to get the vaccine? But one of the questions is if I already had COVID nineteen, should I still be vaccinated? Yes. There's currently not, and say that I love this. Yes, you should. There's not currently enough information available to say if or for how long after infection someone is protected from getting COVID-19 again. So you should still get the COVID-19 vaccine if you have already recovered. No, I would not do that. I would not do that, first of all. And second of all, I've told you, I've read articles about um, about the vaccine affecting male um, fertility. Uh, and I think that, and they've talked about, you know, freezing your sperm before you get gonna... the vaccine. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Oh, I have to go uh, donate to the sperm, to the sperm bank. I mean, not the sperm bank, the sperm institution, whatever the fuck it is, so that I could go have a vaccine so that I don't get COVID again. Wait, is that? I mean, that's just. Wait, 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 wait. time out. Is that what you have to do? Because I thought, I thought when they would say, like, for men, I thought it was like when you freeze your sperm. I thought you could just kind of masturbate into an ice cube tray and pop it in the freezer. <laughs> is that is that not I, it? I think I think that they usually. Um, I think that if you really are doing it like medically, that I think that you're probably in a sterile environment. I mean, you probably would masturbate, but I would think it probably would go into I don't know 
a cup or well, something. Yeah, something but I'm, sterile. Look, I'm, not, I'm saying, I'm not and saying. Then they would pour, and then they would pour it into the ice cube tray. <laughs> I'm not saying that these ice cube trays have been used. I'm saying these ice cube trays are brand new. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they're brand spanking new. They're brand new ice cube sterilized? trays. And then I'm thinking, and then right. I'm thinking, then the then the so then now that's protected, right? You got these bad boys just chilling in the freezer, you know? You that's get, right. You get the vaccine, you're fine. Then you're shooting blanks because the fucking vaccine has ruined your your <laughs> little boy's production, you know? And then that's right. and then when you find a pseudo a, a, a suitor. A suitable, a, a suitable, suitable woman. Uh, a woman, and she comes over to and, implant to implant your seed in. And then it's better; it's probably better during the summer because she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so hot!" You're like, "Here, cool off with this ice cube," you know. <laughs> rub it, rub That's it. Good, Josh. And then you just you Perfect. say, you know, a little foreplay. You just rub the cube down on on her. Uh, okay. On her All woman right, parts, Josh. you know. Josh, stop, Josh. I don't want you to get too graphic here. Is that not how it goes? Because um, uh, that's, that's what we talked about. That is how that's it goes. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I don't have any experience in that field because I never had to worry about that type of thing. So I mean, you're not. You're obviously not putting the. You're not putting the ice cube in a drink. That doesn't work, right? <laughs> Maybe. Do you think? Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, if a, if a, if I mean, a if can't a, you get pregnant in a swimming pool if there's like an ice cube melting in the swimming that's, pool? That's I'm I'm asking it now. If a woman comes over, she's like, "It's fuck, it's hot in here." And she's like, "Make me a pina colada." You throw a couple sperm cubes in there. Does she get you know? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Is she popping a baby out nine uh, months later? I don't know. I mean, is that you know? <laughs> fuck, immaculate conception. Probably. Nope, nope, sperm cubes. Sorry. <laughs> oh God. Oh. That's too much. Yeah, I think this is going well, to be a good point go. to, to wrap and it you up. You think that's a good way to end it? Did you hear about the Bitcoin guy? I did that's hear one about, story. Yeah, yeah, I did hear yeah. about that. Yeah. I bet you were going to talk about that too, weren't you? Uh, no, I you just... I wanted to have a fun episode where we talked about aliens. That's honestly all I wanted to do, but... Uh, oh, I don't know anything about aliens. <laughs> well, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Um, is, there, is there something new out there about I aliens? I just wanted to talk about aliens. I just was like, you know, to have a fun episode, we just talk about aliens. Fun. No one can get upset. If you guys need to get a hold of us, you can email us at my mom Sandy at po- or, sorry my mom Sandy podcast at gmail If you guys want to check us out on until, Instagram, until early until further notification at my mom Sandy podcast. Um, maybe just your host Josh. And uh, yeah, please listen to uh, listen to the podcast on one point five because it's just better. It's better that way. We sound so smart. Um, it really quick. We're yeah, very quick, quick on yeah. 1.5. It's good. If you put it on 2.0, you you won't even. It will be so fast. You won't even. You might get miss it. it. You might miss it. You might miss some really important things. <laughs> so, some good yelling. All right, Josh. I love you. Uh, sorry, we're not on the same side politically, but see, we could coexist. And you know, if you and I really talked about, we could actually come to some agreement on things that, you know, take them away from Trump, take them away from Biden. Just basic things that we agree. Upon. I think that we already have those. I think yeah. that we do agree upon those things. And I think that, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, I'm hoping that at the end of four years, you know, you're not sitting there saying, you know, well, fucking look, I told yeah, you, I, I told, told you, you. So. Told fucking you so. told you, you know, I, I hope that we're in a better place, you know, and I hope that we can, you know, yeah. hope that we're out of the pandemic in four years and that, you know, we can get back to somewhat of a normal, uh, normal life. You know, and people can do things, you know, because, you know, this is this has been a mental strain and this has been fucking rough for everybody, you know. So uh, when I was sick, I mean, I, you know, I had many nights where I, I, I talked about it. I had many nights where I'd wake up, you know, I'd be I'd sweated through the sheets, you know, and I'm just like, you know, I'd get in the shower and, and I would pray because I was just like, I, you know, is this getting worse? Am I getting worse? Am I getting better? And then your mind starts playing tricks on you or, you, you know, and then you're like, you know, fuck, like, is this what they're talking about? 
You know, is, are they well, talking see, about? And that, yeah, and see, there's that fear. That's that fear. You know, because we, we all have that fear that we, you know, because we know we've heard of people dying from it. So if we get it, we've got that fear. Is it, you know, is it getting worse? Am I getting better? Am I going to die? Do I need to go to the hospital? What, you know? So it's terrifying. But, you yeah. know, but it, it forces you yeah, to look yeah. at that and it forces you to think about that. And like, you know, I mean, I, I was taking all sorts of fucking vitamins and supplements and stuff. And, you know, and, and I was, you know, I was praying, you know, and I, and I had nights where I was just like, you know, I, I, I cried because I was just like, I don't want this to be it, you know. Um, you know, so I think that we were faced with that a lot. And I think that, you know, it's everybody has looked at it, you know, whether you've had fan, friends, family members loved ones that were affected by uh they were affected by this or, or you know it's it's scary you know um i also yeah. want to shout send a shout out i don't know if she listens anymore i know that at one point she did listen um but i want to send a shout out to um our friend michelle who recently yeah. lost her mother um it was actually to cancer um but you know it's never it's never easy to um Never yeah, I, cried, I cried over I cried over that. I yeah. think I met her mom once, but you know, <clears throat> I know that it's very difficult to lose a parent and um as I think as as <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> excuse me. I feel like Joe Biden now clearing my throat. I feel like as um as we get as I get older and you get older, in many ways we become better friends and um, I know Michelle was very close to her mother and so that just makes me very sad for her. Yeah. It's, uh, I was kind of shocked when I'd found out and, you know, I lived next to Michelle and her mother for, um, I think like two years, maybe I think I'm trying to remember if Michelle had moved out at some point, but I mean, you know, I was close with her mom, you know, um, you know, even when I was younger and me and Michelle used to hang out all the time. You know, Michelle was always like kind of like the older sister to me a little bit. You know, we we'd hang hung out a lot and we hung out at the house and you know, so I got you know opportunity to be very close with her mom and um yeah, her mom was a very, very, very great woman, very nice woman, um, very loving. Um, so, you know, I think that she instilled all of the really great things into Michelle because Michelle's a quality person and you know, I was going to say, she, get, she gave us Michelle. And by the way, Michelle, I still wear your masks that you made for me. Actually, you made one for Josh and you made one for me, but I got both of them because Josh ordered other ones oh, I, that I were just black. I like the disposables now, but... I, um, um, anyway, I, anyway, I wear them. Yeah. I like them. But yeah, they were very so. close and... Uh, and yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Michelle and, you know, let her know. I actually mess. I texted her today and you know, just told her that we were thinking of her and everything, but, uh, but that, yeah, that we're just sending good vibes and prayers and lots of love to you and the rest of the family. Um, yeah. and again, you know, it's just, uh, it's never easy, you know, but, um, you know, hopefully with some love and support from the people that are close to you and your friends and stuff, you know, it is, uh, a little bit easier to navigate. Yeah. All right. Well, now should we wrap this up again? Uh, okay. Um, also happy Martin. I think we said it, but happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day to everyone. And I hope that everyone took a moment to, uh, remember how important today is. And we will wrap it up from his famous speech in 1963, August of 63, that I have a dream 
that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. All right. Very good. Thank you.